Hello and welcome to the Pen Sleuth Podcast. This is episode 2 of the series where I'll be reading the short stories available on my website, thepensleuth.com. These stories are a mixed bag of weird and wonderful, dark and light-hearted. Today's story is called Dark Waters. Without further ado, let's begin. Dark Water was by far the worst in the city. We had festivals, carnivals, monuments and oversized furniture, but the lake was an eyesore. Of course, we were stuck with attractions that were gradually downplayed over the years until it stopped appearing on the brochure. This attraction was known as Lake Robinson, but locally it was known as Darkwater Lake. It was something the adults ignored and the children whispered about. The reason behind the lake being ostracized was the same reason why some houses in the world never sold. Someone died, and I don't mean of old age. The death in this case was a mass murder. There was an event being held at the lake, some say it was a birthday, others say it was a wedding. Truth be told, we've all forgotten. All records were destroyed by a previous mayor, and it became a local story discussed more often than you would think, but died as quickly as the victims. Call it time changing truth into legend and legend into myth, but I know better. I used to visit the lake often. It was almost a second home. There wasn't anyone to bother me and I enjoyed the view as well. Conifer trees surrounded the lake while the sun parted through them creating a display of golden reflections on the lake that was just as breathtaking as the day before. I found myself sitting against a tree trunk and doodling in my journal. Of course, I was hit with many questions after spending so much time there. It wasn't surprising they used to hold events here. I can't imagine a more memorable place in town. It made no sense to me why the mayor would close this part off. It is a fantastic attraction. I pondered this question for a while before returning to town. I guess the reason behind the time I spent at the lake was because I didn't have any friends or family here. To top it off, the new attractions were dull and tacky. I rode the roller coaster a million times. The monuments were wearing into nothing, and the giant furniture? Well, they were never interesting to begin with. I always kept the lake in a special spot to my heart, but it was sickened when I later went to Adana. It never changed over the years. Great food and awesome coffee kept me going, and the Adana supplied both. To be honest, the place wasn't good for me. As great as the food was, it wasn't exactly healthy. Anyway. That afternoon I ordered a burger, a real nice burger too. While I enjoyed my meal, I listened to the conversations in the diner. Usual stuff, truckers discussing how difficult their job was, and teens teasing each other and planning their next day of easy living. However, there were these two teenagers in the booth next to mine, and they were discussing the lake disaster. I shouldn't be surprised, but I couldn't help but focus on everything they said. All of it was just too familiar. A counsellor? Yeah, man. It was a camp thing they had back in the 70s. Counsellor and a bunch of messed up kids. He was holding a swimming event. He planned to teach them all how to swim by the end of the day. The problem was he was drunk. He just threw the kids off the boat. When he finally snapped out of it and realised what he was doing, he jumped into the lake and began to swim after them. 
that he just sank, too drunk to realize which way was up. Only one kid seemed to have made it out of that, and that was only because it was clutching onto the side of the boat. How dumb is that? Jeez, that's terrible, man. I don't know though, it sounds like something out of a movie. Maybe, but it makes sense why nobody goes there. Dude, that is a tragedy or something. It's sad. Wuss, it's just dumb. I almost found myself laughing, but I shook it off. It is one of the worst stories I've heard yet, but there was some merits to it. It also reminded me that I should catch up with my older brother. I finished my food and walked back to the lake. I didn't want to be late. I reached the lake just in time to catch my brother. He stood there at the edge of the water. I ran up to his side and punched his shoulder. Hey man, what's up? He shrugged off the punch and smiled at me. He is probably the biggest moron I have ever known, but also one of the funniest. The teachers treated him badly though, always ignoring him in class. I guess the teachers never paid much attention to me either, but I always sat in the back of the class and out of their sight. Last thing I wanted was attention, but my brother craved it. I can't wait for tomorrow, bro. I'm gonna put my course on the map. I'll be legendary, he told me rubbing his arm a little. I was finally able to convince the primary school teacher to let me take the kids on a field trip. You're going to be there, right? Of course, I told him. I've been kind of nervous about joining the rest of the kids. I'm so much older, but I need to learn. Of course you do. Everyone needs to know how to swim. To top it off, I have this great idea to handle the kids with the least amount of effort. Okay, what's this foolproof plan now? Are you going to build a floating cabin? Huh. <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad idea. I'm going to write that down. So what is your plan? I'm going to cut the camp time in half so the kids can spend more time doing whatever they want. I plan to do it straight after the party. Whatever you say, just go easy on the beer. You're the lightweight of the family. Shut up, he laughed. It was true though. I remember the time my father left him a half a glass of beer and that alone made my brother dizzy. A party might be some trouble, but I really didn't think much of it. For now, I needed to leave before the camp began. It was his thing and I didn't want to steal his thunder. I better get going, I told him. Mum and Dad are having their own 70s end party and I need to help set it up. Yeah, whatever, he smiled simply staring at the lake. It looks so peaceful, doesn't it? The lake? Yeah. Something about it is so... I don't know. I want to visit the lake every single day. I know what you mean, I said looking at the lake. I felt a tear slide down my cheek. Keeping up this act was just getting harder. Still, I could not help but visit him every single time. It was weird, but I didn't mind it. Hey, before you go... When I turned to look at my brother, I found myself staring into the forest, surrounded by trees. He was gone again. It felt better though visiting this time, but my heart still ached. I don't know how he can still talk to me. I'm so much taller than him now. After all these years that have passed since the incident, how does he not know how different I look? When it happened, he was double my heart. Yet he still appears here. Every night. And he talks to me. I'm his little brother after all. 
Stopping myself by shaking my head, I turned on the spot and made my way home. Have a good night, bro. See you tomorrow, I murmured before drifting off into a silence. That is the end of this episode. If you like what you hear, consider giving this channel a follow. And if you wish to read this story, it is available on my website, thepensleuth.com. If you enjoy my work, please show your support by following me on any of my social media, or perhaps consider supporting me on Patreon. With that, good day, good night, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.